You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel on Tuesday, the 15th of March. This is Mark Weiss with the top news at this hour. On day 20 of the Ukraine war, here are some of the main developments. Powerful explosions have rocked the Ukrainian capital, Kyiv, as Russian airstrikes hit residential buildings and a metro station. Two people have been killed in an attack on an apartment block in the city. This morning, Kyiv's mayor announced a 35-hour curfew in the capital from Tuesday evening until Thursday morning. The leaders of Poland, the Czech Republic and Slovenia announced they will travel to Ukraine's capital today to show support for the besieged country. Negotiations between Russia and Ukrainian representatives are set to resume. More than 4,000 people have left the besieged city of Mariupol yesterday, with more evacuation efforts planned today. Almost all of the Russian military advances remain stalled, despite heavy bombing, says a senior U.S. defense official. A journalist has reportedly been arrested after interrupting Russian state TV with a sign reading, No war. Don't believe the propaganda. They are lying to you here. The EU has unveiled more sanctions against Russia, targeting luxury goods exports as well as investments in the Russian energy sector. Prime Minister Bennett has continued to hold talks with Russian President Putin and with Ukrainian President Zelensky. A government official said yesterday's conversation with Putin ran for one and a half hours and addressed ceasefire efforts and Israel's humanitarian aid. A statement issued by the Kremlin said that Bennett had initiated the conversation and that he had updated President Putin on his most recent talks with several heads of state. After speaking with Putin, Bennett spoke again with the Ukrainian president. Since the beginning of February, more than 11,500 people entered Israel from Ukraine. About 2,300 of them are eligible to immigrate under the law of return. Israel denied entry to 426 people. During this time, 9,000 people came to Israel from Russia. Approximately 1,100 of them are eligible to immigrate under the law of return. A poll conducted by the Rafi Smith Institute found that 60% of the public supports allowing refugees from Ukraine to enter Israel without any restrictions, as opposed to 26% who support Interior Minister Ayelet Sheked's policy of restrictions. The breakdown was as follows. 29% want no restrictions. Another 31% want no restrictions and for there to be an organisation that ensures that the refugees have housing and work or family in Israel, and only 26% support Sheked's quotas. The private plane owned by the Jewish-Russian oligarch Roman Abramovich, who until last week owned Chelsea Football Club, left Israel yesterday. Reuters reports that websites that track flights have found that a plane believed to be Abramovich's had arrived on Sunday in Israel coming from Russia. According to that report, he, is expect- he was expected to leave for Turkey. Sanctions that have been imposed against Abramovich and other oligarchs forbid remaining in Israel for more than 24 hours after landing. Abramovich is one of the seven oligarchs against whom the UK imposed sanctions in response to the Russian invasion. 
Iran's state television reported last night that the Revolutionary Guard foiled an Israeli plan to sabotage the underground facility for enriching uranium in Fordow. According to the report, members of a network that worked for Israel had been arrested, but no details were provided. Haaretz reported today that an aerial attack in Iran last month caused heavy damage to the country's drone network, with several estimates saying that hundreds of Iranian drones were destroyed. Tehran blames Israel for the attack, but Israel has not admitted responsibility. Neither country had mentioned the attack until earlier this week. It was reported for the first time on Sunday by the Lebanese television station Al Mayadin, which has ties to both Hezbollah and Iran. The weather continuing extremely cold. In Jerusalem, snowflakes fell briefly overnight and in some neighborhoods, and again this morning. While the scenic peaks of the Galilee and the Golan Heights in northern Israel, snow fell overnight. In hilly areas, more snowfall is expected throughout the day, including in Jerusalem, where it is expected to be extremely cold. There will be frost tonight on the hills and inland. That's the news from Kanreka, the Israel Public Broadcasting Corporation. Thank you.